Welcome to the Exam Study Expert Podcast, helping you ace your exams at school and university through the psychology of high performance and the science of studying smarter, not harder. It's my pleasure to introduce your host, the Cambridge-trained memory psychologist and exam success coach, William Wadsworth. Hello and welcome to the Exam Study Expert podcast. Do you ever feel like there's just too much to do, too few hours in the day to get it all done? Well, you're in the right place because today I want to have a chat with you about the best ways you can cope when you just can't seem to keep on top of things in your studies. I've been hearing from my coaching clients quite a bit recently, a a consistent message. They're feeling overwhelmed. And I think I don't know whether I've been hearing this more than normal this year, um, 2021, uh, as a result of, you know, the COVID pandemic and all everything's been going through. But pandemic or no, we all get to the stage from time to time where we just feel like we're overwhelmed, drowning in a to-do list that's spiralling out of control, uh, possibly starting to burn a bit of that midnight oil just to get through what you have to do, Uh, you know, getting tired, run down, stressed, burned out. Uh, You know, it's no fun. So what can we do to deal with overwhelm? What do you do when it feels like there's just too much to do? It's not easy. As I'll explain today, getting free of overwhelm often comes down to some pretty hard choices. We're going to be taking a two-pronged approach today to get on top of overwhelm and try and restore some balance and calm to your life. The first thing we'll talk about is boosting productivity, and then we'll get on to talk about proper planning and prioritisation, and that in particular is where some of the hard choices come in. But let's talk about boosting productivity first, because if you're feeling like there's too much to get done, then the first thing we can do is make sure that in the time you do have available, you're absolutely able to achieve as much as possible. Managing productivity well means managing three things, your time, your attention and your energy. Productivity as a whole is a huge topic and I'm not going to get deep into it all today. If you want more on the subject, you can check out previous episodes with Chris Bailey uh, for more on maximising productivity in general. The first episode of 2021 with Brian Tracy for more on time management strategies. And the episode I've got for you next week with James Lang for more on managing your concentration and focus. But a couple of things I really want to highlight above all others for you today uh, now. Firstly, to make sure you are focused and not distracted when you're working. You'll be amazed at how much more you can get done if you can turn off some of the distractions and just give 100% of your attention to your studies. So that will probably mean turning the phone off, ideally putting it away, out of sight, logging out of social media, Netflix and those other distracting Uh, spots on the internet uh, when you're using your laptop and removing any other sources of distraction from your external environment as far as you can. If you've got the option to do so, potentially even considering uh, moving your environment to somewhere where there are fewer distractions, uh, like a library or a study room at school or college. So that would be the first thing, making sure you're Uh, distraction-free as far as possible. Uh, And again, next week's episode with James Lang will be helpful for for more on that. Uh, The other thing I'd really emphasise on maximising productivity would be to make sure you have the energy you need to work with intensity and focus. 
energy comes from a range of sources, but a few really simple things just to remember. And I'm sure you know most of this. It's just a reminder. Uh, stay hydrated. So keep a bottle of water beside you when you're when you're studying. Uh, do eat well. Uh, try and get in a bit of exercise each day. And in particular, get enough sleep in each day. Sleep in particular, I know, can be a bit tempting to cut back on when you get busy. Believe me, I get it. I've been there uh, and I see it all the time uh, in the students I talk to. But Strong caution here, because cutting back on sleep too much is a false economy. Sure, the first day that you stay up late into the night, you will get more done. Uh, Maybe even the second day too. But it won't take too many days if you're skimping and cutting back the sleep before your productivity really starts to plummet. Uh, And no matter how many cans of energy drink or coffees you get through, you find it starts to take longer and longer and longer to get through the same amount of work. When you're sleep deprived, one hour's work can easily turn into two. A three hour task can easily turn into an eight hour one. The result is a downward spiral of longer hours, lower energy, lower productivity, and yet longer hours to try and compensate and, and catch up. So it's not a it's not a pretty way to go. So if you want um, more on building a highly productive study routine uh, and my thoughts on kind of getting that balance right between between work and sleep uh, and, and all the other things you need to get done in your life. Uh, I've got an article all about study routine um, on the blog. Uh, you can find that if you just Google the words uh, exam study expert routine or uh, exam study expert study routine, uh, and that'll talk you through how I've approached building a good study routine in the past and how I work with some of my coaching clients today to find the right study routine for them. Because there are some different decisions, different things will work differently for different people. Uh, So I've I've tried to kind of walk through some of the founding principles so that you can figure out what the right routine for you will look like to try and maximise your productivity. As I say, if you want to look that article up, you can pop in the words uh, exam study expert routine into Google and you should be able to find that article pretty easily. So we've talked about productivity, staying focused and trying to keep your energy levels up by not skimping too much on sleep. Uh, now we want to talk about the second main thing I want to talk about, which is, you know, I'm I'm already struggling to fit in everything I need to do. How can I, you know, no matter how productive I get, I just don't see a way in which I can get everything done in the hours I've got available. Okay, so this is where the second thing we need to talk about today comes in. And uh, I'm going to level with you. This is going to involve some hard choices. The first thing we need to do is carve out some planning time. This alone can be quite painful to do in the moment. But trust me, no matter how busy you are, finding half an hour An hour to properly sit down and plan your to-do list is absolutely vital if you want to regain any kind of control, any kind of balance in your overwhelmed uh, life. You can't stop a river from flooding if all you have is a bucket to furiously bail with, but take the time to go and get proper kit, perhaps going and hiring a jumbo-sized JCB to build a dam, and you might be in with half a chance. So take a moment out uh, and, and take that opportunity to get back in control. One of the major contributing factors to overwhelm, that feeling of overwhelm, is carrying around your to-do list in your head. And it's not just the information about the individual items that are on the to-do list. It might also be your latest thoughts on the order in which you want to tackle a list. And you really don't want any of these thoughts in your head when you're 
walking around or when you're working on your tasks. Because trying to remember a to-do list or constantly plan and replan your approach to tackling it all in your head is going to be soaking up a ton of valuable cognitive resources and making you far less productive as a result, as well as creating that distinctively stressed, bursting at the stream, uh, bursting at the seams, spiralling out of control kind of feeling of, of overwhelm. So no matter how busy you are, you have to find some planning time as a priority. And that starts with writing down all that stuff that's in your head about what you have to do. So here's how it goes. Step one, start by writing down everything you have to do. All the tasks you've got on your plate over the next few weeks, keep it fairly short term. Uh, If you want, you can maybe make a few longer term notes of things that you need to do a bit later. Uh, But if you're feeling overwhelmed, you probably want to uh, focus the majority of your attention on the kind of short term, you know, the next couple of weeks. Step two, when you've done that, add in uh, against each item on the list, uh, add in when each item is due, the due date, the day the assignment is due in, the day of the test, uh, that kind of thing. Step three, add in a rough estimate of how long each task will take. You don't need to be exactly precise. You'll probably get this a bit wrong, but just a, a rough kind of back of the envelope. Uh, is this going to be like an hour, half a day, three days? Step four, once you've written down your to-do list, once you know how long each item on your task will take, then you need to start to figure out where each task will fit into your life over the next week, two weeks, three weeks. You could use a Google Calendar for this or any kind of physical planner or diary. In some of the busiest patches of my own life, I've used a giant sheet of A3 paper to have a day-by-day plan for the next couple of weeks. Uh, today, I'm more of a Google, Google Calendar guy. I put, my, put things on the, on the Google Calendar. Uh, I find that nice and flexible. It's a bit of a personal choice. It's up to you how you want to plan your calendar. Uh, but the, the important thing that matters is you do have some record, either digitally or physically, of how you intend to spend your time over the next couple of weeks. So before doing anything else with your calendar, just double check that you've got all the non-negotiables planned in on it. So any classes you have to attend, any extracurricular commitments, sports practice, choir practice, um, making sure you've left a little bit of time for for meals during the day, uh, you've got time through the night for sleep, perhaps even plan on uh, some daily exercise. Um, And then once you've got that, you then can look at the gaps you've got remaining and go back to that big to-do list of things you need to get done that you made a moment ago and then start to work out where you can fit those to-do list items into your calendar. Start with the big rocks. So start with the big projects, those those big, big, hairy, uh, you know, chunky tasks that you really want kind of large stretches of time to properly get into them. So start by putting those in where you've got those largest stretches of time available. Then once you've got those planned in, then you want to be thinking about fitting in the smaller tasks into smaller spaces of time that remain. I'm not necessarily a fan of scheduling each and every small task right down to the minutiae of this 10-minute task or that half-hour task even, but it's important to reassure yourself that in the big picture, you've got enough time to take care of them uh, all. And 
once you've got that feeling that you've got the time you need to take care of all your tasks, that's going to be a huge step forward in curing yourself of that feeling of overwhelm. So how I approach the smaller tasks is I tend to block out, uh, you know, the smaller chunks of time and just label them as being set aside uh, for working through my list of smaller to-do items, or maybe a particular category of smaller to-do list items. And then when I get to that particular block of the calendar, I can consult my to-do list of those smaller items and and choose what I want to work on uh, at the time. Now, one quick word of advice on all this stuff about planning out your calendar. If you're trying to learn for upcoming tests and exams, don't forget to use the approach of spacing. So a little bit of work spread out over different days rather than cramming it all the night before. This is a hack that's actually great for reducing the overall study time you need, because spacing out your learning like this will actually mean you need less study time to learn the material to the same standard, not more. And a final word of caution on uh, the calendar technique. As you're putting things onto your calendar, don't fall into the trap of planning every day absolutely chock full to bursting with tasks. You need to leave space for breaks, otherwise the plan isn't realistic. And you also just need to leave just a little bit of flexibility. Some tasks may take longer than you think. Some days something might come up, either in you know the study part of your life or, or some other part of your life that just needs to be dealt with. So trying to cram every day absolutely chock full is a recipe for uh, setting you know is a recipe for for falling off uh, your plan so trying to just leave a little bit of slack time a little bit of um, time just in case you need it uh, to to um, catch up on something is is a really useful uh, useful way to make sure the plan stays realistic so with your plan in hand now it's time to look at it in the round so Is there enough time to achieve everything on your to-do list? Have you been realistic? Is there enough space in the calendar for sleep, exercise, meals and breaks throughout the day? Have you allocated enough time for each task? Are you confident that you can get the task done in the time you've allowed for it? If yes to all of that, then great. Uh, Hopefully your overwhelm should be starting to melt away. Uh, The the feeling uh, of weight lifting from your shoulders as you realise you've got a solid plan. You've got enough time to get everything done. You just need to be stick, stick to it, execute it, and you'll be absolutely fine. You no longer need to worry about how you're going to fit it all in. You know how you're going to fit it all in. You no longer need to make priorities uh, day by day about how to you know get through the next 24 hours. You've got all that figured out. All you need to do is wake up each morning and follow the plan you made. Phew. <laughs> However, I hear some of you saying, that's not me. Uh, that's not worked for me yet because the list of tasks I've got to do is simply too long to fit into the time available. No matter how productive I get, no matter how clever I am about using the space I've got in my calendar over the next few weeks. And if that's you, I hear you. It's tough. The temptation you might be falling into is trying to cram work into breaks or push bedtime later and later or waking up earlier and earlier to fit things in. And you do have a small latitude to do these things a little bit for a short time. But as we've already realised, to try and stretch yourself too much uh, for too many days would be a mistake because your productivity over the long run actually falls. And so you end up worse off uh, as a result. So this is where the hard choices come in. If your task list simply does not fit into the time you've got available, you need to be disciplined in making the hard choices to make it fit. There's really only two levers you can pull now. Either you can scale back your ambitions for individual tasks, or you can cross certain tasks or commitments off altogether. Either of these options can be painful. 
Scaling back your ambitions on a given task might mean doing it less thoroughly, accepting that you might be underprepared or not up to your usual standard. Try not to be too hard on yourself if that's the case. By making the sacrifice on that task, you've enabled yourself to perform at a similar acceptable standard on a different task that might otherwise have been a complete disaster because you'd crammed it all into a a totally unrealistic uh, amount of time. What about if you can cross anything off? Are there any commitments you can hit pause on during busy times? Anything that's optional that you might just have to get out of, even if only temporarily? Or for long-term, you know, serious overwhelm, maybe you need to take a hard look about whether you're really on the right course of study. Perhaps the only viable option is to drop or change a class. Again, try not to be too hard on yourself if that is indeed the right way to go. Because by beating a tactical retreat, so to speak, uh, you know, you live to fight again another day. And it means you can show up stronger for your remaining classes and be much more successful as a result. So remember, dealing with overwhelm isn't easy. If it was, you'd probably have done it already and you wouldn't be feeling overwhelmed. Uh, It often comes down to a series of hard choices. First, to make out the time to even think about how you're going to get back on top of things. Then to make more space in the days and weeks ahead to look after yourself properly, sleep well. And then finally, if you need to, to either scale back your ambitions on some tasks or cross off other things entirely so that you can fit what you need to get done into the time that's available. Hard choices, of course, can get easier when there's someone who's able to help think through them with you. So if you'd like help in getting back some control and balance in your life uh, and thinking through how you're going to get back on top of things, it might be my pleasure to support you with that as part of being your study coach and mentor. For something like uh, overwhelm and the sorts of things we've been talking about, uh, we could probably have a single session uh, to, on, on that to get, to get you back on track. Uh, it'll be 50 minutes or so over, uh, well, it will be 50 minutes uh, over over Zoom together. Uh, if you'd like to find out more about how to work with me and, and read some testimonials from, from my uh, previous clients, you can visit examstudyexpert.com forward slash coaching, uh, where you can learn more. And if you're interested, you're very welcome to book a consultation session with me today be my pleasure to help. Uh, again, that's examstudyexpert.com forward slash coaching. Well, look, thanks for listening today. Uh, it's been great to talk to you and <clears throat> I hope that's helped a little when it comes to getting back in control of your life. Do join me again next week when we'll be going deeper into the art of full concentration uh, with the help of Professor James Lang, who's the author of Distracted, Why Students Can't Focus and What You Can Do About It. Uh, which is a great read, uh, and he's got James has got lots and lots of really, really helpful and practical thoughts on this subject. I look forward to seeing you then. Uh, for now, thanks again for listening. Study smart, and I'll be rooting for you as you make the hard choices you might need to make uh, to get back in control of things. Thanks again, and I'll see you again soon. If you've got exams coming up, You can now get all of William's favourite tips and tricks to save you time and get you higher grades all in one handy cheat sheet. Grab your copy at examstudyexpert.com slash free tips. Thanks again for listening and see you soon.